What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. This is the show about manhood, fatherhood, entrepreneurship, and the mentality it takes to be successful at those things. And I'm sure we'll sprinkle in some helpful real estate advice as well. That's what we do. You know, life can be tough. We can lose our identities and struggle at times. This is the podcast to let you know that you are not alone. So if you're someone out there who's going through these things, this is the show for you. Uh, just a reminder, we are doing the book club again for the month of February. Uh, this month's book is How to Talk to Anyone, 92 Little Tricks for Big Success in Relationships. Um, we're about halfway through it. It's I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, and uh, it is a Thursday episode, so that means we have a guest in studio. Um, she is a mother, a wife, a real estate agent, a real estate investor, the great and powerful Amy Hanna. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome you. to the show. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah, we're yes. happy to have you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I can feel the sass. Yeah. <laughs> Miss yes. Sass herself. Yes. Um, so Amy, why don't you tell us? tell the tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself? Because I'll be honest, I don't really know your origin story. Maybe I should look at my Instagram bio to um read that. Oh uh, to okay. you. Um no, hi. <laughs> um I started investing in real estate in 2012. So you were an agent before an investor? Um, no, as an I was an investor before I was an agent. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, yeah. Yeah, and then I got my license in 2016. Um, made every mistake in the book. It was so much fun. Um, fell on my face a few times, and here I am. So, me and my beautiful family, we live in Webster, and we're having a blast. Awesome. So yeah. when uh, so tell us, you, so you first started investing. Like, well, mm-hmm. what did you? You were working elsewhere before your real estate agent. What were you doing? I was doing an there? accountant. Really? I that surprises know. me. Oh, yeah. They like kicked me out. Yeah. Um, you had so, too much personality to be an accountant. Yeah. That's probably why it didn't work out. Um, yeah. And so while I was doing that, we flipped our first house. My husband was working at the Army Corps of Engineers. So we flipped it like at night and on the weekends. Made okay. like when um flipped our first house, I swear to you, we made every mistake that you can make, including like not knowing how much money we made. Corey will tell you we didn't make any money. I will say that we did. Whatever. Have a good day. Um, <laughs> so then, Lady's always right. So. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we picked up our second one and I was like, screw this. I don't love the realtors I've worked with. I'm sure I could do this better. Okay. So then I did it and I do. Yeah. You got your license mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like, did, so you, how many, how many flips have you guys done? We do it all ourselves. We've done under 10. Okay. Under eight. Yeah, with their current house that they live in, beautiful. It's so awesome. We don't really do like paint and carpets. Like that's not our jam. We take like the see-through house that's like missing a side and we do like the $500,000 renovation that takes three years. That's what we do. We love that part. That's exhausting. Of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, it, you yeah. like that? It, yeah, yeah. So you can like really redo everything and you can just like build up a community and stuff. So that's what we like to do. Um, yeah. Right now in Sula, we have a paint and carpet and it's like, we hate going to it. And really? Doing, oh my gosh. Yeah. It completely sucks. It's so boring. Yeah. yeah. They updated this beautiful house in Webster, a hundred year old home. Mm-hmm. That you celebrated got. his birthday last year. Yeah. That's awesome. Same. And you walk inside and you're just like, wow. So yeah, because, so well, and Corey- Cor- yeah, the kitchen, Corey, because Corey does custom kitchens. What's mm-hmm. the name of his of that company? Uh, he has Hannah Kitchen Co. So he okay. designs luxury kitchens around like how you want to use them. So he's very focused on like actually using them, not just making them sexy. Awesome, Marla. I didn't know that. We are uh, we're going to be renovating our kitchen here soon. So maybe I Corey call. Do it. Yeah. Do sure. it. He's so smart. Yeah, yeah. and th- their kitchen is. I'm sure we've done margaritas and mortgages, and mm-hmm. that's that. the kitchen. Okay. That's the mm-hmm. that's the famous right. kitchen. That's the beautiful mm-hmm. kitchen yeah. in those videos. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. So it's a yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun. Yep. And then you got the Airbnb in Soulard. Mm-hmm. We have an Airbnb in Soulard. We have an Airbnb in Northampton, and we have an Airbnb in the Tiffany neighborhood, right by the New Slough Hospital. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and those are all our renovations as well. So, do those. Those were those like you bought those to make them Airbnbs or you bought them? Two of them we made, we bought to make them Airbnbs. And then one was like our house. Mm, and and then it. we rented it out. And then we were like, screw it. And we did a rehab and then made it an Airbnb. And that's that's the one that makes so much money. Right. It's I, awesome. That's kind of how mine, I've, my, our, our last house is a midterm rental and we make 
<sighs> I'm so jealous of the midterm thing. That's all I do. Well, if you're by SLU, why don't you, you turn you that on? You have Airbnbs. You can do it. I know, but like. You, it's literally already say, set up. What? But like, how do you say no to like the weekend people? I don't know. I'm, I'd rather have the people be there for three or four months and I just know it's rented. Me too. Totally. Me too. <laughs> totally. Me too. But like. And you if can it probably make more money. Well, I haven't had that yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I literally just got both of mine booked out uh, two weeks ago. For one, one's for another six. This, these people rented it for six months originally, which is awesome. And then they just they're like, "Can we can we stay for another six months?" Oh, and I'm sure. like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, they they yeah, their situation was a little weird. They they were I think she's originally for their their it's a couple and then their 19 year old daughter and they were wanting to they they came to St Louis because I think she's from here originally. Her mom was sick. Mom ended up passing away, and then they were, like, selling off all the, you know, the estate and everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, I tried to see if I could help with that. Of course. <laughs> um, but they already had a guy. <laughs> um, and now they're like, all right, we might stay here because we're from, I think they're from somewhere on the East Coast, and it's super expensive. And they're like, well, cost of living here is way cheaper. I think we're kind of considering moving back here. Let's just try it out for six months. And then they're like, all right, coming up to an end here. I'm like, are you guys renewing? They're like, eh, we'll stay for another six. I'm like, sweet go are you sending them listings yeah i have actually (laughs) yeah because they're they're yeah i mean i've already they're well aware that i'm an agent and that's what i do so i'm hoping that you know down the line i'll be able to look at you and now your business is helping you in so ah, right i I love love it i love that right yes right well and if you got that house next to slu i mean that is advertising that's slu i mean really anything in the city is going to be great because that's where all the big hospitals are like most of my most of my like Nurse tenants have been uh, barns, so yeah, that's like the big one I think around here. So you just put it on on like Airbnb and VRBO. You just I d- I just do Airbnb and Furnish Finder. Okay, Furnish oh Finders. I did Furnish Finder and we got nothing. Oh, our houses are huge. How many beds? Um, they can usually sleep like six to nine people. So Furnish Finder didn't work for us. Well, I see. I've had <clears throat> one of mine's a three bedroom, and I mean I've had and it worked. Yeah, and it works. And I've the other one's a two. That one's worked too. So yeah. I mean, I I I've had hits on both Airbnb and Furnish Finder, and I like I like the Furnish Finder better because you have all the control. Yeah. Versus Airbnb, you're kind of like a slave to their platform, you know, and you can only like you got to do everything through Airbnb, which I mm-hmm. kind of don't like. I like that I can like have the control, like I can just edit the lease, we can do whatever, you know, change, you know, like hey, can we stay for two more days? And it's like, sure, send me, you know, hundred fifty bucks or whatever it is, you know, like I've had that happen before. Just, I just like that better, where I have, I don't have to be a slave to their platform. So you manage your own? Oh my God, what don't you do? I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Film and edit. Is that, is I don't it? edit my video. I don't edit. I don't do any of this. Is I just, it, I just come. I just show gun? up here once a week and talk. Is it the caffeine gun? Yeah, it's the caffeine is it, gun. Is that what gets you yeah. going? The neuro gun. Make. I'd love it if you sponsored the show. Because <laughs> I, I do you won't a lot shut of it. Up we will call you out every single episode until you do Neurogum. Ah, Neurogum. Neurogum. Yeah. What, wait, what kind of gum is that? It's wait. It's actually Neurogum. It's got nootropics and caffeine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, makes you got seller on it. Seller on it. Yeah, it actually makes me smarter. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Now. Yeah, sell, sell it to the person who quit caffeine on January yeah. 1st. Maybe, maybe I can get her to take a piece. <laughs> How's that going? Bouncing off the walls. I'm so tired. Yeah. Well, get some coffee downstairs. We could fix that. Mm. Mm. I just All can't wait until the day when I'm not tired. When they say, it, like, it's fine, you know? I just, oh, just you still haven't me. hit that? No. You're, like, you're an adult. Are we ever not tired? Let's say you're an well, adult with a kid. And adults. we're in the real estate industry. You guys are really making me second guess my decision. I need better friends. <laughs> you need more caffeine. <laughs> Get oh, off just, me. God. I'm over here. What are you talking about? It's all camera. <laughs> uh, so what's next? What is the, you got any other projects or anything that you guys are looking into? Or you've got the, you said you have another house that you guys are. In the flooring stage of? Yeah, so we have the Soulard, um, our Soulard building. It's right there, catty corner from 1860s. Oh, fuck okay. yeah. Okay. okay. Exactly. You would think that building was like a billion dollars, wouldn't you? Yeah. I did not pay that much for that building. Really? I mean, it's a piece of shit, but I didn't pay that much for that building at all. <laughs> so we're redoing the first floor, and then the upstairs is long-term tenants. They're absolutely amazing. So we're probably just going to sell the building. Okay. So um, it's a duplex? Yeah. So you're and you're renovating downstairs. Tenants mm-hmm. live upstairs. Yeah. There. And it's a storefront. Cool thing about Soulard, if you guys don't know this, is everything is zoned for everything in really? Soulard. 
Really? How cool is that? So if you buy a property that, you know, two people live in, and, but it's a storefront, somebody just lives in the storefront, you can just make it a storefront again. Like I could just mm. open a coffee shop tomorrow. Sick. Yeah. Why not? Very Coffee's cool. huge in St. Louis now. Yeah, it is. Not for me. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't have to drink it. You don't have to drink it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're probably just going to sell it. Okay. How long have you guys been working on that one? We weren't going to talk about embarrassing stuff on this. Oh, okay. We can, we don't, we can, we can change the subject. He moved out the end of August. Okay. And, what's and like, it's a paint and carpet. It's a paint and carpet. Just a new kitchen. Well, and here's the we thing. Is the you guys are doing it all yourself. And that's where, I mean, that's, that's it's tough. You, got, you guys both have other jobs and are mm-hmm. doing a lot of things. Like, I'm renovating a house. I'm doing a flip right now, too. But I'm not doing it. I mean, I am doing it, but I'm not the one in there doing all the work. And that's obviously I'm sacrificing making a little bit extra profit and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's nice because I can focus on my real estate sales, focus on this, focus on all the others. Like like you said, I do a lot of things. And there's no way I could be over there painting and doing whatever else I need to you do. You do so many things. I don't, I don't think I do. You, you do. You, you, you do. You do <laughs> so many things. Like I have a management company. Like I don't even touch those Airbnbs. I haven't been to them. Really? Uh, I mean, I, I don't. It's not that hard. I don't have that many. I've only got the two MTRs and I've got a one long-term rental. Not that much. And you deal with those tenants and mm-hmm. those turnovers and the money. And if they call you at four in the morning because the light bulb went out. No one's <laughs> called me for a light bulb going out yet, but I have had a couple. Our hot, the hot water here doesn't work. Sink's leaking. I've had a couple like calls like that, and they, they do suck. But I, most of the time, I just call someone and send, send them over there. I send my handyman over there. So it's not that bad. You're doing it, man. I just want to see your calendar. I want to know your morning routine. That's what I want to know. Like, I, I roll. I, I you met my son downstairs. He'll come in yeah. and wake me up, and then I hang out and play with him for like an hour, and then I take him over to my mother in law's, and then depending on my day, typically go to the gym, then I work, and I pick him up. I mean, it just depends on the day, though. Like, mm-hmm. there's other days where I could be like off running around doing stuff. It just depends on the day. Every day's different. I guess that's the thing man. in our business is like. Our days are different. You can't, we don't have a set schedule. Mm-hmm. Our things change all the time. So, can you guys know. imagine working for the man? No, oh, hell no. I mean, have you I, thought I about kinda, that? I kind of do. I'm W2. The AB conversation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I get to control, I get, <laughs> I get to control my own schedule. So, as long as I'm closing deals, then I can do what I want. I just, I can't, I can't imagine. I think maybe it's like the ADHD in me. I'm just no, like, I, mm-hmm. I know for a fact mm-hmm. I can never I don't, work for anybody ever again. I don't totally. think, I don't think I could, I mean, yeah, granted I work for this company, but but you're like, they allow me the freedom to do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I could ever go to a company and work where like, no, you have to be in the office. Yeah. You have nine to, to five. This. You're here in this cubicle. I'm like, like, this is what you're wearing. Oh, <sighs> fuck all that. Nah, yeah. 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 You gotta work. Like I, I knew I was talking, telling someone about this this past weekend. I was like, I knew I always wanted to do like some form of like, business i never knew what i really wanted to do growing up i always said i wanted to be a firefighter and then I hey, look like, at you i put out a, i just put out different fires yes um <laughs> but uh and then i then i was like then i was like oh i want to do something i want to be a business guy but i was mm-hmm. like i never <laughs> you know but i never a knew business guy. i want to be a business guy i want to be a businessman but i like didn't know coat. yeah but i was like i didn't know what that meant like i never mm-hmm. knew what i actually wanted to be and then, I mean, I tried a couple other things before I got into real estate and then, then I finally figured it out. But I just knew for a fact that I was like, I'm never going to be, I, ne- I knew I never wanted to like be like in a place where, hey, you're stuck here. You got to work. You got to wear this. You got to be here. These are our rules. Don't say this. You can't say that. Uh, you're, like, HR. I feel like I'm HR. Like, I was like, I never would, I know that I would never do well with HR and like. I got in trouble for sexual harassment. You did? So you're okay with this being in the episode, yes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. This, oh my God, I hope this girl burns. Um, <laughs> Let's hear so, it. <laughs> she, oh, she was like the worst human in the entire world. She's like, why there are HRs. Okay. Oh. Ugh. Um. She was saying, and we always had this like kid around thing, like this kid around relationship. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And so I said, oh, you kiss my butt one time. And she needed to HR. <laughs> and or I was my re- butt. Yes. And I was literally written for sexual harassment. Like, how did this chick sitting across this desk for me telling me I was being written up for sexual harassment, not just like laugh her ass off? Did you say the word butt? B-U-T-T. I was in fourth grade and I said worse things to the teacher and I didn't even get a detention. Mm. Mm. Well, you didn't work there. And people are soft. 
Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, I really, I really hope that she. I'm still has shocked like, that you're an accountant. Like that, that's what you went. You were like went to school for accounting. I had business marketing, but yeah. then accounting just came easy, so that's what I did. Good at math. I like math. Mm. Yeah, numbers are a buck of money. But Except yeah. mortgage math. We've had conversations. <laughs> that's why we have you. Also, it changes like every day. Like yeah, it changes right. per lender. Like yeah, it's, it's always changing. Always different. Yep. Changes if you're in the city or the county. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're not from here, right? Oh, Where are you from? I am a proud St. Louis transplant. Thank you very much. I chose this city. I wasn't forced here. What brought you here? Where are you from? Oh, well, um, I'm from Northwest Missouri. I grew up on a farm. Um, cute family, two older brothers. They all farm. My dad still farms. They're all up there. Great. Um, and then I, after college, I moved to Dallas and then New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. And then, Special place in your heart. Yes. And then <laughs> Florida. And then from Florida, I followed a boy here. Going to be the wrong. Um, but I met Corey, so here I am. Awesome. Yeah. And you got your beautiful little daughter. Yes. Yeah. Sutton. Sutton is um, Sutton Magnolia. Oh. I know. Isn't that hot? I love it. <laughs> um, she's uh, finding her butt so she can um, shake her booty. Mm. You also find her with her hand on her. Or on her diaper, diaper. And she's yeah. like, what are you doing? That's my butt. <laughs> cool. cool. That's cool. We just That's, bought a uh, little potty or training potty thing the other day. Yes, mm. Yesterday we were trying to, because he'll, he'll tell us, daddy, I poop. I poop. Okay, cool. All right. Well, then like, and we like went and set him on the thing and no, no poop in the toilet, but mm. leave him, just let, him, let him run around naked. That's what we did with both boys. There might be some pee and poop on the floor for, <laughs> for a day or two, but they'll pick it up real quick. Okay. And they go straight to the bathroom. Yeah. So we, both Connor and Oliver. Uh, Someone's go- been pooping on the potty, but she wants to pee in her diaper. Mm. She is like, nope, I pee in my diaper. Thank you. She wants All to right. stand uh-huh. up and pee like daddy. Is what he tells my mom. Or tells oh. my wife, which I think is funny. So then do you have to start sitting to be in front of him? I, 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 I know. I think so. But don't you like teach baby boys to sit to pee? Oh, that's my first one. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I don't know. I mean, both of mine have been standing to pee since yeah. they were little. Yeah. They stand. Yeah. They just stand to pee. Yeah. yeah, and their pee is just everywhere. I feel like yeah, it's gonna be. It's an a mess. Problem. It's yeah. a mess, but yeah, clean it up. Oh my gosh, I was at a listening appointment the other day, and they had their little boy there, and he was I don't know, he's like not that old, taking full bottles. I don't know, whatever. And um, they're like, oh, we need to change him or whatever. So I was just like, all right, well, I need to go upstairs and see the nursery anyway. So here I go, and you just see like a like a like an arc of pee. And I'm like, are you serious? That happens in yes. real life? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, like my, my first gosh. diaper I ever changed, I got pissed on. I'll never forget it. That is a badge that you wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is amazing. peed on the very first, very first time I ever changed this diaper. I not, can honestly tell you I've never been peed on. You're not a boy dad unless you've been peed on, changing a diaper. Yeah, I literally, the first time that I went to change his diaper in the hospital, pissed all over me. <laughs> wow. Did you ever get shit on? Uh, I mean, I've gotten, I've been cleaning his diaper and gotten shit on my hands. Oh no! Like, they're like when they're when, I guess when we first introduced them to milk, where their poop goes from black to yellow. Oh, that's wild! Right? That's crazy, dude. The black shit is the wildest thing. Yeah, I've seen. yeah. Marconium. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What's it called? I have no kids. Marconium. Marconium. Like, it's like it looks like black tar. Yeah. And it's hard to get off their skin. Yeah, it's like yeah. sticky. It's like it's the wildest. It's like. Putty, it's the it goes from that sticky shit to just straight runny yellow yeah, liquid. Liquid, and eventually they eventually they firm up. When they firm up, it's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel like we can get like age restricted for talking about this. Yeah, whatever. I'm not kidding. I don't know. We're talking about poop. Yeah, hey, you can talk about any kind of thing on YouTube these days, and they will hit you with censorship. I'm not no. kidding. Well, no. no. can't even show movie effects of like a horror movie, of, like really? the big practical effects, without getting like age restricted these days. But mm. like, I think I said ass earlier. No, we can cuss. Ass, you can cuss. Yeah, you can okay. say whatever you if want. If it's not within like ten minutes of the episode, they won't flag you. So we're we're good. So like the first ten minutes, you're not supposed to cuss, right? Yeah, the first ten minutes, don't cuss. Don't say anything suggestive. Mm, learn something rules. new. YouTube is owned by Google. Mm. That's why these things happen. 
Gotcha. Well, it's been longer than 10 minutes, so we can say whatever we want. Or 22. Yeah, we can say whatever we want now. Whatever the hell we want. Whatever. Sexual harassment. <laughs> kiss my butt. Want. Yeah, kiss my butt. Kiss my butt. Kiss my butt. I hope that girl hears this. Uh, I'll call her out by name. <laughs> no. No, I don't. I'll do it. But if she wants to buy a house, I will think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll consider it. This is, how you, this is how you apologize to me. Let me help you buy a house. Yeah. Exactly. A really big one. Right. Really big one. A I hope real... she's really high in that accounting firm now. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Room. Got a um, large down payment from that sexual harassment settlement. Yeah. <laughs> it was a grievance at work, not a settlement. <laughs> <laughs> no one's been charged. <laughs> I don't think. No, okay. no, no, right. no. I don't know. And I hope that HR chick sitting across the desk, and I hope she like thinks about this and is just like the dumb shit I have to do in my job. I, just, Dude, I could never be that. Like of all the jobs to have, that, that's got to be a tough one. Defund mm-hmm. human resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Huh. That's got to be Yeah, they're not here for you. Don't trust them. Human resources is not your friend. Oh. Oh. Or you know what? Screw human resources. Come work for me and you don't have a human resources. How much but paying? I might say kiss your butt. Um, commission. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. You're 100% commission. You're 100% commission. Are you wanting to build a team? Is that no, so ever... I had buyer's agents for a little bit. Oh, you did? Um, and it was fun. It was, like, good. They were great humans. Um, I just don't think I'm in, like, the management. I can't, like, if you're not going to work, I can't, like, make you work. Oh, no, never. And so then I just sit here and feel shitty about myself that I'm, like, not, like, I'm not, like, making you go. I'm not, like firing you up so then I just sit here and feel shitty about myself so and I guess I always hire people who don't really have that fire so yeah it's been a that's kind of where I'm at with I just you know I've got a guy that I just brought on and I mean he's he's definitely a go-getter and uh so I'm, I'm really hoping he produces and does really well and, and he's doing all the right things right now so but you know it's just new he doesn't you know kind of know his voice yet and mm-hmm. not really like the right things to say and I mean that, like I've told him that just comes with time it takes experience and you know the more that you do this stuff the better you get at it yeah, uh, it's it's hard hiring, firing, finding good people is so tough. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I I usually only look for athletes, to be honest. Yeah, I heard it one time in our type of business where you need to go getter. Is it's so hard because you want to hire yourself, like you want to hire right this person who's a go getter and could you know be this awesome human, but that person doesn't want to work for you. They want to work they for themselves. Work themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, we have to like step it down what we want a little bit. To well, figure it out and that's the thing. Well, I'm working for a guy like that. Like my business partner, he he took me under his wing, but I used it as a chance. I mean, it's free education. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot, I was getting paid to learn underneath him, and he's one of the best there is when it comes to doing this. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. I I, I don't know. I wish more people would thought think like that. You know, it's just hey, I want to train you. Come join my team, so I can teach you how to do the things. Cause I can teach you to do it. You just got to have the, if I can, if you have the work ethic, I can teach you to be a good loan officer. Right. So, I mean, what we do is not that difficult. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's, I should say it, it's, it's simple, but it's difficult. It's like, like what we do, like, is not that like complicated. Like the day, buying the, and selling houses is not complicated. Not complicated. not complicated at all, but it's not easy. It's not an easy road. And to go also down. that whole buying and selling thing is this much of our jobs. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so tiny. It's not, it's nothing. What you spend 30 minutes on it a week, but it's all the other crap that yeah. comes with it. Like, so, like well, prospecting for clients, not being a piece of shit, figuring out your marketing voice, um, buying and selling yourself. So you know what the heck you're talking about. Right. And going selling and yourself. looking at the inventory, knowing inventory, stuff like that. Knowing all the different areas, all the different things. I mean, yeah, like Festus. And then once, yeah. Festus. <laughs> Don't hate on Festus. First not be a piece of shit. Now I have to sell in Festus. Uh, yeah. Come on. But I mean, I mean, I didn't realize until I was married to a real estate agent, all the things that you guys did. Mm-hmm. And it's the, uh, ha- the hats and stuff, like the emotions that you guys have to deal with. That's, that's one of the hardest things I have a hard time with. And, yeah. and that's why I really, I do love dealing with investors a lot of times. Because it's cut and dry. It's, it's like it's just a business decision. It's like, oh, the numbers make sense. Yep, let's do it. Like I've got, I've got a lot. I've got five under contract right now, and like three of them are at least invest. I think three of them are investors, and like those, those are they're just the easiest people to deal with, just because it's business. It's not like there's no emotion tied to it. 
you deal with mm. a lot of investors other than yourself? um yes i really like the investors that like know what they're doing but i tend to attract the investors who are like brand new and they're like well is this a good deal and i'm like mm, i mean i'm not buying it yeah that's... so like mm. so then it's like this weird well like, now you well, can train them and coach them on how to be good investors and make your life easier yeah, but like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, my God, that's a good freaking deal and not get out my own checkbook. Right, right. So it's just odd. Yeah. It's, it's an odd thing. I need someone to come to me and be like, this is my cap or this is how much money I need to make or whatever. And then it works or it doesn't work. Sure. I don't want, I don't want my opinion in there. It works or it doesn't work. You know, or I can tell you it's a good area. I can tell you it's an area I would buy in, but I don't want to be the one that's telling you your cap rate's stupid or you're never going to find that or, you know, I yeah. don't want my opinion in there. Yeah. So sometimes yep. the investors are kind of difficult for me now. Mm-hmm. I used to love investors. Yeah. yeah. Loved them. Who's your ideal client now? Um, that my move. age. Move, move up, up. up. Did you say meth? I said the move up guys. Oh my gosh. Move He's like meth. Right down there. You can go do some meth. Yeah, yeah, meth houses. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm Amy Hannah, the meth house lady. Um, <laughs> Someone's no, got to do it. It's move ups. It's move ups that want to move from A to B for district or you know getting that fourth or fifth bedroom mm-hmm. yeah that kind of thing yeah i mean that's been a lot of my clientele just like with my age and being like from here i've mm-hmm. had a lot of friends that all right hey we just were selling our little two one in the city and now we want to move into a four bed in the county like that's been mm-hmm. a lot of my clientele over the last couple of years and mm-hmm. i love that yes. double dip i love it yeah they're usually cool. Mm-hmm. They could be your friends. Friends, yeah. I do. I do with a lot of people that I'm or friends, like the friends from the gym. I mean, I belong to a lot of gyms, and that's you know, so that's been a lot of my clientele too. So, so there was a real estate agent um, at the last gym that I was a part of, and they stuck their sticker on the side of a piece of a um, equipment, and I just asked like, how? Huh? And they said that that real estate agent bought that piece of equipment, and so that's why it has their sticker on it. Huh. Oh, it's a little wild. But there you go. I don't know if that's like, sure, that's, I guess that's a way to do it. That's a way to do it. <laughs> the way to do it. It's not my way. I'd rather yeah. just be, become your friend and then, oh, yeah, you're a real estate agent, right? Hey, we're looking to buy, you know, that's kind of what. It's a better connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't ever like, I rarely talk about real estate at any of the gyms that I go to. Just I'm friends with them and they're all friends with me on social media. And then they see like, oh, because I'm posting that shit every day. But, that's how you do it, man. How you mm-hmm. do it. Be your friend, make a friend, make a sale. Tagline. At Andy. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's not I didn't come up with that. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um so like uh and you have the Airbnbs, do you have any like goals to get more of those or is that um no, they're actually a pain in my ass. Um I don't do anything with them. I can't really say that they're a pain in my ass, but you just had a man you just told me how you just have a management company, you haven't been there, you haven't done anything, Joe. So how are they a pain in the ass? Um Yeah, deal with the management company. Um they're great. They're like friends of ours, they're amazing. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. No more? I don't know. Airbnb, just I don't know. stick to flips? I think I could, like, rent. I think I could have long-term rents, rentals. I think that could be fun. But I think I'm kind of over the Airbnb game. <clears throat> well, oh, is I it, know. Has it gotten, like, worse here in St. Louis over the last couple of years? I mean, the better? regulations are here, but you know that. Right. Like, that's that's not news. But we're so saturated here that my, my um, per night rental like um, like average per month is literally 50 percent of what it was when i first started really literally 50 percent yeah, i feel like everybody jumped into that game and now mm-hmm. so it's oversaturated oversaturated <sighs> definitely oversaturated um and there's bad ones out there so then you don't know when a good one like you don't like um as a person looking for an airbnb to stay in you don't know if it's a good one or a bad one from the pictures right we only have good so did your Soulard one kill it for you over Mardi Gras? Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 1600 bucks for a Friday and a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It was great. And they were like two nerdy dudes. <laughs> so like, yeah, it was great. Um, and then also on Mardi Gras, uh, that particular building, we have two parking spots, two tandem parking spots behind it off street. And so for Mardi Gras, we just like dump. Six porta potties there. Uh, I saw you do that. Oh. Okay, I was wondering where that was at. Okay. It was so fun. So we so dumped you- six porta potties. We advertise them as like clean porta potties, but you got to pay to use them. Uh-huh. So it's five bucks a one timer. Oh, and man. then it's 20 <laughs> bucks for a wristband for all day. And That's so, super smart. Yeah, we made $815 profit. That is sick. And we were there at 10 a.m. and we left at four. Wow. So it's fun. 
and you got 800 bucks in six hours. Yeah. And we just sat there and drank and fought with people and it was freaking great. <laughs> I loved it. And, you know, did some light sawing, but whatever. Yeah. 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 Gross, but yeah. But it was fun. <laughs> and we got to watch our Airbnb, like the front door of our Airbnb to see if they were having a party or not. Mm. So. So now like for like, is that in your Airbnb, is that no part you can, wouldn't have let them have a party or is that how? Oh that, yeah. How so work? we have no parties, but that's kind of a St. Louis city thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so no parties and then we count how many people are going in on the ring camera and then we can charge you per person. But yeah. It's like 40 bucks an extra person. Okay. Yeah. Double middle fingers, man. Don't mess with me. What'd you say? Double middle fingers. Oh, Don't double mess. middle fingers. Okay. Yeah. Just all throw them up cameras throw real quick. ATS. This will be <laughs> the thumbnail. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be our best thumbnail yet. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Well, you make them. I, I do. That's the, oh, that, that is one thing I do for the podcast. I make the thumbnails. Hardest oh. job probably there is, honestly. Bro, takes me three minutes. <laughs> You're better at Canva than I am. Bro, it's, I figured it out on a five-minute YouTube video, and then it takes me like two like, Send me the video. I'll Where would we be yeah. without YouTube, though? Oh, my right? God. You can Where not do anything. I'd probably be dead or in jail. It's going to kill colleges. Dead or in jail or high on the side of the road. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm already high on the side of the road, so who cares? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not homeless. It's just weed. <laughs> it's just weed. <laughs> I'm going to do something. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, um. but yeah. So, Soulard, Airbnb, totally killed it over Mardi Gras weekend. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much the first money it's made us in like four or five months. Damn. So does it sit vacant a lot? So much. Why don't you midterm that thing? Like, I mean, it's out there and the availability's there. Maybe your rate's too high. Mm, it's sexy. That. It's sexy. It's like sexy. I'm about to share a video on it on Instagram, but it's like dark green wallpaper, like black walls, black ceilings. Like it's sexy. And um What is it again? It's um, it happens to be very sexually okay. sexy. Yes. Yes. Cool. If you haven't seen it, it's very So what are your what do you, what are some goals you have as an agent? Like so you're not doing the team thing, you're not like what what's the goal there? I have no idea. Help me figure it out. I have no idea. Since so my thing was always just like, I'm gonna ride this thing forever and it's gonna be so much fun. But then you have a kid. Yeah. And then you're like, crap, I don't wanna ride this thing forever. So I'm just kinda like what do I do? I don't like handing off business to a buyer's agent. I love my people. I want my people. Right. But then I have no idea really what I'm going to do besides blow it up. Yeah. But I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. So. It's just like we're on this transaction treadmill, you know, mm-hmm. we're only making money when we're closing deals. Mm-hmm. It's a stressful, stressful thing, you know? And yeah. it's like, where does it, how does it end? Or like, what do you, you know, and I guess really the, I mean, the only way out, way out that I see, I guess, is like doing the team, you know, mm-hmm. thing where you can kind of play manager eventually which is i think the path that i'm kind of going down but i don't know i'm like i'm trying this out just now i've got one guy that i'm sort of training hasn't hasn't even closed a deal yet so not do you like managing another human depends on the human okay okay i've I've managed a lot of people so i I spent i don't know how much of my background you know but um i spent a decade in the restaurant industry and uh my most recent restaurant that i was at i was managing like 38 people i think I don't ever want to do that again. That was a lot. Um, but I could see myself managing like a group of three to six agents maybe. You know? okay. But I just want them to be like people that are really good and like that are quality over quantity. Okay. Okay. Um, and then building my rental portfolio so that that can kind of replace my income eventually. Definitely mm-hmm. my long-term goal. But, you know, that's going to take some time and yeah. a, lot of, a lot of money, a lot of effort. But um, I feel like my rental portfolio is like my 401k. Are you like doing yeah. that? Yeah. It's a long-term hold. Yeah. That it's building yeah. for you. For sure. hundred yeah. percent. Like I'm not, I'm not going to, any of the ones that I have, I have no, no plan of selling them anytime soon. I want to hang on to them forever. Yeah. Um, so my husband and I, we talk about investing all the time. We talk about investing so much stuff. Um, like Ferraris. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about like Ferraris, cars. Rolexes. Um, well, you know, like cars are like a, such a shitty investment, right? Well, not, Certain and then not, not exotic cars. Yeah. And then Ferraris, they go up in value. And you're right. like, heck yeah. So if you're going to drive something, drive something that goes up in value, right? right. And yeah, then you get to get, then if you're like a real estate agent doing it, you get into all these like fun clubs. Okay. Uh-huh. But like who has that amount of money to like drop on a car today? Yeah. Um, so then we were talking about another like lesser known like investment strategies. Do you guys know you can invest in luxury bags? Mm-hmm. I'm talking like. You can invest in anything. 
But like, so there's these big brands of bags, like, like purses, the purses, yeah. stuff that like we haven't even heard of. Okay. Hmm. And you can't buy some of these bags unless you have a, uh, like a track record with them. So you've so spent like, like, you spent like a hundred grand with them on bags in one year. So next year you get like one invitation to go to like this special, special store in Paris and you can buy these bags. So say you have to buy 10, $10,000 bags in order to make it into this like special room or the specialist or whatever. Then you can buy this $40,000 bag, but you can walk out of there and sell it for 60 because yeah. you're just paying for my ability to get into that room. Right. Yeah. I'm like, isn't that fun? That, <laughs> that I mean, does seem fun. For you? For, for you. For you. No, I remember. What, what can we do? What Rolexes. Rolexes. Rolexes yeah. are like that. I know that. Um, watches know, and cars. Watches and cars is, is like, I mean. the. I know a guy with a lot of supercars who has an LLC on every single one. And no matter how many miles he puts on them, he can always sell them for more than he bought them for. That's fun. That's a fun. Real neat. Yeah. That's a real fun. neat. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, sure. pretty neat. Yeah. I love so it's just like that. diversifying let's buy, let's your buy portfolio. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, let's, well, let's, let's have a Zach and Pat Ferrari. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write it off. Yeah. More of a Rolls Royce. Through, through the company. Yeah. Um, um, through a podcast out of one of them. Yeah. Done. There you go. Put a sticker on it one day a week. You're done. Have a new show like or Jay Leno where he just drives around and interviews people. Murph, what, you got a look on your face. Like I, I'm saying the Ferrari pod would produce that. <laughs> yeah. We can yes. roll around in it, get a driver, get people in the back. I'll be up front with the computer. The Ferrari limo. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And you show up, you show one house. I yeah. did. And you roll out yeah. and bam. So I did see the, the, the new four-door Ferrari that just came out down in Florida. I mean, it's not very sexy. looking. It looks like a station wagon. Yeah. But Ferrari. But <laughs> who who do you think is the ideal buyer of a four door Ferrari? But, uh, this guy had it was him and his Double wife kids. and two kids. Yeah, and someone who makes a lot. You of saw money it in the two. wild. Yeah, it was at, in the I wild. was at, at Legoland of all places. <laughs> oh, of course, you did. <laughs> what kind of Legos did they buy? Yeah, right, <laughs> gold plated. Yeah. So you just saw two kids get in the back seat. So okay. I it was I saw it parked in the parking lot when I was parking our our Subaru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I pulled in right next to it. Like, yeah. Uh so but no, I was looking at it. It was like it's it's a it's a I mean it's a Ferrari. So anytime you see a Ferrari, you're like. Fuck that's sick. sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it it's not that sexy of a looking Ferrari like all the other ones. But for someone that wants a fa- or that that has a family that's driving around, I could see how that would that has that kind of money would be appealing. Um but yeah, this this Italian looking guy and his wife and kids are all just squeezed into this thing and it was just Man, yeah, it was, I just I've I've seen what kids can do to the backseat of the car. I know, that's so what like, I was thinking. They I'm also like, parked it in the wild. Yeah, they just parked it on the street parking. Just you know? goes yeah, to show you how much money have. I'm like, why are you at Legoland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just bring Legoland to you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> For the cost of your car, you could just build it in your backyard. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean it was I mean, we could set something up like that and be in the backseat of the, the four door Ferrari and <sighs> We'll, we'll work on it, buddy. Yeah. You know, let's let's get to a couple thousand subscribers first. Let's get this. Let's thing go, people. Some money. <laughs> you guys green screen behind one sitting in like a showroom. Yeah, mm. that would be funny. Wouldn't be as fun if we're gonna do it. We have to do it right. Yeah. We have to put ourselves in a perilous financial position in order to bring the best quality content to the uh, audience. A perilous. Financial yeah. I'm breaking the, out the multi-syllabic words, baby. <laughs> who's got the cutest feet in here? Here we go. Shit, not me. Probably me, honestly. <laughs> no, I should know. Mine, no. Are, mine are all fucked up. Like Yours that. are all cut up from a jiu-jitsu competition. That's true. That's how I got this black Honestly, eye. hey. I saw it. You, you trying to, you, something. You trying to do a podcast with, with us? In my eye. I'm sorry, what? You trying to be on a podcast with us? Like I am time. on a podcast with us. What like, the fuck do you think I'm doing time, here? Full time. Full time. Full time. I can't. I can't hang like that. We can't see the feet? Oh, God. It got weird. <laughs> I mean, you're going to bring up the idea you can't back it up? Well, that guy hired this guy. That guy signed on. Don't you remember when I was at the meeting? I don't even know you, man. Oh, hi, I'm Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to become good friends. Yeah. I kind of yeah. need him here. He's got all, this is all his shit. Yeah. I got, I got the code to the Wi-Fi. They ain't getting rid of me anytime soon. <laughs> and he kills it for us. Yeah. That's a great job. Great job. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh. Yeah, there he goes. That's it. There we are. That's, that's it. And these are facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's now the Murph Show.
No, it's not. (laughs) We are not going back to that. Thank you. We we tried one episode where I kind of led conversation. And before you know it, like. We went down a rabbit hole. We had to redo the episode. Yeah. (laughs) I was happy we did. I was happy. What interests me is not what interests you guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. What did we just talk about? Hmm? Porta potties. I didn't even tell you guys about the chick peeing. Um, There's so many chicks peeing, but you know what I mean. And porta potties. We've talked about real estate investing. Uh Talked about Airbnbs. Yeah. Well, tell me about, okay, so you said you were in Louisiana, mm-hmm. New Orleans. No. Nolens. Nolens. Mm-hmm. So mm. they keep saying that St. Louis has the second best Mardi Gras behind. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to tell you people. Please. I know that I'm a transplant, but guys, no. That's really? what I, yeah, Guys, that's what, no. Okay. Not no. Who's, who's got the second? Though? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell but you, but I would just say that they're just not even, they're just night they're and very, day. Very, very far second place. Well, because Mardi Gras in New Orleans is extremely family friendly. Unless you're in, you know, like on Bourbon I was gonna say, Street. When I, when, I, when I think Mardi Gras here, I think beads and titties. Yeah. yeah. I have seen more nefarious stuff in St. Louis Mardi Gras than I ever did down there. Really? Also, yeah. Mardi Gras down there lasts for like six weeks. Right, maybe like even a, longer. Maybe uh, like three months or no, so. I, thought, I remember yeah. I had a buddy of mine moved. He came here when Katrina happened. And mm-hmm. I remember they used to like it like two weeks off school. Like when Mardi Gras happened. Well, because, you know, traffic becomes crazy. Like I lived on a parade route, so I always had to leave work early to go be able to park my car. And there's parades all the time, like all the time for six, six weeks or so. And there's, there's so family friendly and everyone's so nice. There's no like, you have to buy our booze or, you know, like mm, it's Southern hospitality. Yes. It's like, there's random street carts selling their random red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. Yeah. And people selling it. random stuff. It's not like, it's not like a business like I think it is here. And I mean, this one is great for what it is. This one is fantastic. They've built it up. It's absolutely amazing. They do a ton of stuff to help us um, with um, an event I'm really passionate about here in St. Louis. They're they're amazing. But I wouldn't say that what they have is the same as what Malins has for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. It's just a completely different feel. I just think Mardi Gras here is like a puke fest. Just a big And down party. there, it's a like... A col- like a culture... Yeah, it's culture. Yeah. It's I think like, like... I think Southern Comfort, Hurricanes, Beads, Titties. Like, that's what that's what it is down at the parade. I mean, any time I've ever gone, mm-hmm. it's like people just mm-hmm. getting shit-faced and mm-hmm. like throwing beads at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like... You set up like ladders. Like, there's people watching the parade. And then you have people and then you set up ladders so they can catch the beads and like you give them to the little kids and mm. they're the the fraternities that go and do the parades are like making money for charities and you know they put on these big floats that are like absolutely beautiful and they're you know they usually have something to do with their with their mm. charity and um yeah it's just it just has a completely different feel now this is a big ass party sure and if you're talking about like french quarter mardi gras maybe they are pretty similar but I pretty much stayed out of the French Quarter a lot when I was down there. I've never been in one. I need to go. Uh, Add it to your list right now. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Guys trip. Nolens. Absolutely. Best, best city in, best, best, best city ever. How long did you live? Best city ever? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I wasn't like in like Rome, like before the 1800s. I'm pretty, pretty sure it's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. There's so many different personalities of all the different areas and, um, the architecture there is like amazing, mm-hmm. tons of history. That's more of like what I was talking about, like the cultural mm-hmm. impact, just because like Louisiana Purchase, it's in Louisiana. There's so many different French names and cultures all throughout St. Louis. That's mm-hmm. what I love. Like the architecture, oh. the buildings and like the churches here. Like the French influences oh. yeah. down mm-hmm. there, <clears throat> similar down there mm-hmm. to what we have here. Like the Florida Lees everywhere. Like mm-hmm. dirty. Yeah. It's, it's, dirty. it's just dirty. <laughs> it's so good. It's like gritty. It's so good. Like, That's have you been to Kansas City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a clean cut. Town. Right. You know, it's, well, it's clean. Not, not like here. Yeah. And then here, we got like some grit to yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I love like about that. it. Yeah. yeah. And then like New Orleans has got that grit and like yeah. just everyone's so nice. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I like. Yeah, I like that's, that. Yeah. So you mentioned the what they do here and the, the money that's raised in a, a charity that you support or an event you support. Mm-hmm. What event is that? Okay, so we have Grub and Groove in okay. um, August. We are the... Second Saturday in August, sorry. Second Saturday in August, Scrum Group. It's in Francis Park. It's absolutely amazing. We have like 12,000 people. It's a big music and food festival. Um, I've been on the board for 10, 10 years, something like that. But it's, it's it's a super great event. Super family friendly. Um, there is kind of a party aspect to it, but super family friendly. Um, starts at like 9 or 10 in the morning, something like that. Maybe even noon. 
we've done it differently every year. Um, and then it goes to like 10 at night with a big fireworks show. Uh, we have like six or seven regional bands. Um, it's great. Sounds I'm in charge of time. food. Um, so I usually have like 10 or 12 different food people. We don't do like food trucks necessarily. We do like restaurants mm. to really give like restaurants like a spotlight. Um, and then I'm also in charge of like retail village. So I get like little small businesses and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really fun. I'll have to check it out in August. Do it. It's free. And I love Francis Park. Yeah. And there's a, we have a big kid zone. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's the coolest thing I do. And then you just got back from Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys frequent Mexico a lot. How did you guys, how did you and Corey become so in love with Mexico? How'd that whole thing start? Is that just. Um, so we went to Mexico the first time for like a wedding and saying like an all-inclusive, like pretty vanilla. And I just had a friend that was really into traveling and she mentioned trying Airbnbs like next time we were going to a different country. And I'm like, what? I'm going to get taken. Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Corey's, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, he's going to get taken. So, um, <laughs> we said, I, I forget when it was, but we had like, $4,000 and we were going to like spend it on a vacation. Okay. And so we looked at an all-inclusive in Mexico and we were like, okay, this is the week that we can go. It's $4,500, whatever we're going to go. And it's wonderful, all-inclusive, great, whatever. And so I said, what if we tried an Airbnb? And like, what if it didn't suck? Okay. So we go into Airbnb. We have Airbnbs. We're, we're yeah. good at this. We go into Airbnb and literally type in Mexico. Like that's how stupid we were. So we just typed in Mexico on Airbnb like it is not a country. That's how cool we are. And just started like figuring shit out, you know, like, oh, this one gives you water. Like, oh, yeah, you can't drink the water, like stuff like that. Oh, this one has a pool. This one doesn't. Oh, this one's by the beach. And so we found one that we really liked and it was on the beach and in a little town. And then, you know, we figured out where we need to fly into. And okay, so we're like, okay, this one sounds good. And so we like drug the calendar dates and we kept dragging and we kept dragging until we got to like $4,000 and it ended up being like 35 days. Holy shit. Wow. It was amazing. It was like the best 40 days of my life. Like it was really? awesome. Sick. So we, we flew down there and our big ass suitcases and had a hell of a time. And then we did it the next year for a little bit longer than that. Um, so we usually go the entire month of December and then like half January. So you just yeah. like go from spot to spot or you just find one spot? Or? So the first time we did it, we had an Airbnb in a little town called Progresso. It's super great. It's like where Mexican natives vacation. Sure. So it's like clean. It's, it's like a calm beach city. Okay. Um, but then we would go on these little weekend trips. And I think we had like six or seven weekend trips that we would go on. And we saw like everything. We went and saw Chichen Itza because we hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw like Kuman, which is, you know. Famous for like swimming holes and stuff. Sure. Um, we went to festivals, stuff like that. We always had that like home because we packed everything we owned. Yeah. Um, and then the second time we actually went like city to city to city and rode like buses and stuff like that. Wow. It was cool. freaking fantastic. And, and this was financially the better way to do it as opposed to like finding an all inclusive spot through like a credit card issuer or something? Yeah. So like $4,500 ish was like a week in an all inclusive and it was like six, eight weeks. Um, Airbnb, like all, like all included, because like beers are like a dollar. Yeah, dude, like beers are like a dollar. Um, I remember one time in this little beach town of Progreso, we went to the nicest restaurant, and I'm talking about like it's nice, like it's not like nice for Mexico, it's nice. And we tried to spend as much money as we could. It was like one of our last weekends there. I'm talking like Blue Label. I'm talking mm-hmm. like yeah, nice high end shit. Yeah, yeah, nice shit. And we ended up spending seventy five bucks. Oh what? <laughs> And we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> we I was trying to be more financially irresponsible. Damn exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm talking like lobster. I'm talking, yeah. And I'm- a dollar tip goes so far. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I mean, we don't use dollars down there, yeah. but yeah, a no. dollar tip does go really far. You speak Spanish? Um, no. That's Spanish. Mm, no. Yeah. See? Um, we yeah. are quick to get out the Google Translate, which is absolutely amazing. Because well, yeah, you can talk sure. to it and then it talks to them and they talk to it and it talks to you. Yeah. It's really good. But yeah, highly recommend it. Um, our Airbnb was like thirty nine dollars a night. Um, Crazy private pool across the street from the beach. I wish I would have heard about this like a month beforehand because there's an EDC in Mexico. Yeah. 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 
What part, though? Mexico City. Oh, you're not going to find this in Mexico City. Probably not. But if I could, <laughs> like, go around until then and really make it worth it, maybe stay in Mexico for a month. I mean, just saying, y'all, you might need to do another producer in February of next year. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, there's like there's such great stuff to see in Mexico, and it's all so cheap. I know, I love. I've, it's great. I've, I've been in Mexico food, since I was 13. Maybe. So, yeah. it's yeah. Are you gonna go to Tijuana? I might walk across the border. <laughs> do what you can find. Yeah, why not? Why not? We'll find see. a pharmacy. Okay. Definitely find a pharmacy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got good stuff, and you don't need a prescription. Well, that's good. I'll just load up. Load it up. Yeah. <laughs> Take my yeah. backpack. Yeah, what you wanted, got in there? I mean, I've only ever been to Mexico okay. once. Well, no, it was just for a honeymoon. But I've, I want to go as like a just on a va- normal vacation. Cabo, been to Cabo a couple times. Cabo's went to Riviera Maya. I think is what it was. Cool. Yeah, Cabo's Cabo is very touristy, and the downtown area is very tourist friendly. Yeah. Well, we, so I mean, we did the whole all inclusive, you know, thing. It was fun. Which Great. I highly recommend for like a honeymoon. Yeah, it was just fun. Like we had a blast. Decompressing. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was awesome. But, yeah. you know, we just I found, don't vacation well, though. Um, oh, that doesn't surprise me actually at all. I don't do it well. Yeah. I, don't, I don't sit. I have a hard time sitting and sitting still. Mm. Oh, oh. Does well, your wife like to like relax vacation? Yeah. Oh, so Corey and I are just like go, go, go people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She will, I mean, she, she likes to sit on the beach and like tan and do, mm-hmm. do all that thing and like. I mean, she likes to do stuff too, but like, I just don't vacate. I don't like being away from work and my routine and all the stuff I like to do. I mean, I've, I, you know, as you mentioned, I do a lot of stuff. So like, if I leave, if I leave here, it's like, there's a lot of stuff that I need to like set up. All right, Amy, well, is there any, anything else you want to plug before we kind of get out of here? Um, no. Am I supposed to plug something? Yeah. Is this about plugging? Instagram, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Follow me on Instagram. It's Amy underscore underscore Hannah. I don't do as cool shit as these people do, but I try. What are you talking I about? Try. We got margaritas and mortgages on there. Um, Those are funny. It's 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 mortgages and margaritas. Mortgages and margaritas. Okay. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I drink too many margaritas. He, <laughs> he forgets. Uh, uh, but yeah, my new ones. Yes, my new ones slap. So yes, mm. get excited. Good. That and she has also has uh, the account a couple that flips together. We right? do have a couple that flips together. Yes. Whenever we are flipping something, we try to put stuff Document out there. Document it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I'll see you, see you around the office and, you know, see you around. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, uh, everybody, if you guys enjoyed the show, tell a friend, like, subscribe, um, you know, follow me and Pat on Instagram at Zach underscore Vegas and Pat at STL underscore Mortgage Nerd. We will see you guys on Monday.